fetch your earbuds, and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in-show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. All right, good afternoon. It's Angela Ardolino. And Hernanda Yumana. Hey, we didn't plan that, but you chose right in. I'm ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog's life, and we're really excited today because um, I have found the Animal Reiki master who has just, i was been watching her videos, and uh, at my groom shop, I'm constantly coming up to, to my groomers who look like they're getting stressed out, and I'm always like, all right, trying to breathe calm into them. I put my hand on them, or if I see a dog that's freaking out, I do the same thing. So it's really nice to talk to an expert who's going to tell me actually what the heck I'm doing, because... I get it. I see it. I, I learned it with my own, my own animals where, you know, like if I was holding an animal because I had to give them medication or something, I would realize that I would be so stiff and, you know, anxious that that's what I was feeding into the animal. And if I felt myself go and let it go, I felt them do the same thing. So being able to go right up to a scared animal or an anxious animal and be able to bring calm to them just by touch and feeling is amazing. But of course, I didn't know what I was doing or what it was called. So I'm very excited to talk to you all about it. Um, so for our listeners, we have today, we have Kathleen Prasad. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Oh, good. I was like, it sounded really good as it just came off my tongue. <laughs> um, and she has been practicing Reiki for animals. Um, Reiki, right? Am I saying it? Reiki. Reiki. So she's been practicing Reiki. And I would love for you to tell us what is Reiki? Well, Reiki is a Japanese meditation system to help cultivate um, a more peaceful, kinder life. And we specifically, I work with animals because as you said, they key off our, our presence and our emotions and the space we create. Reiki actually is two Japanese words, rei meaning spirit and ki meaning energy. So when you put those together, it's really spiritual energy. So to make it more, um, you know, easier to understand what that means, it's like your, your true self your inner essence, your inner light, your soul, you know, that soul energy that is your deepest, or I would say maybe even your best self. And so um, the system of Reiki actually is a series of practices, spiritual practices, meditation practices to help you to uncover that beautiful soul and that beautiful compassion that you have inside of you. Very neat. Now, this is a practice that not is done with human beings. How did you, did you start with human beings or did you, okay, and then how did you go, okay, this works amazing with animals also? Well, um, by accident, actually. <laughs> cool. Way back in 1998, when I first learned Reiki, I learned for myself and I um, learned for, to help with anxiety. I had grown up with severe panic disorder, anxiety disorder since I was about four. Wow. And um, I sort of just figured I was going to have to live with that my whole life. 
And then I ended up getting a Reiki treatment um, because my mother-in-law, you know, had gone and thought it was awesome. And so I got a Reiki session my, for myself and I was so relaxed. All my anxiety just, just let, lifted. And I just felt like a different person. I felt so much lighter. I felt um, peaceful, like from the inside out. And I knew at that moment, this is going to heal my anxiety. And that was such um, an amazing feeling that maybe there's something that could cure me of this horrible, you know, um, weight that I carry with me everywhere. And so I immediately went and took a class and was certified in level one Reiki. And I started to do my own daily practice every day for myself, for my own anxiety. And my dog at the time, Dakota, he was a Australian shepherd mix rescued from, um, animal control and had been by my side for many years he was a shepherd so he would always be maybe two or three feet next to me you know always at my ankle always watching over me but when I would practice Reiki for myself so one of the meditations that you learn is to put your hands you know on different positions on your body and just breathe and be present and when I would sit and do this practice he would come and lay on top of my feet like literally on top in a weird position on top of my feet. And at first I was like, what are you doing? And then I went, oh, he feels peaceful too. Like he really likes this feeling. And that was when sort of the light bulb came on that A, animals also benefit from the peacefulness, but B, they already know what it is because I wasn't like trying to do something for him. I was just doing this for myself and he, and already, he was attracted to it. Like, yeah, this is, this is it, mom. Yeah. And so <laughs> that kind of started me on this amazing journey of um, just connecting with all kinds of animals, the horse I was sponsoring at a barn and then other people saw me and asked me to do Reiki with their horses. And that led me to, just doing tons of horse Reiki. And then I was dog walking twice a week at a shelter in San Francisco at the time. And uh, I asked them, can I, after I walk the dogs, can I do Reiki with them? And they're like, well, what is it? I'm like, well, it's like, it's like a way to be peaceful with them and help them to relax. And they're like, okay, well, it sounds I don't know what it is, but it sounds kind of like TLC. So go ahead. So <laughs> they let me practice. And then I learned so much from those dogs because as you know, if you've been to a shelter, there's so much stress there. And these dogs often have been abused or traumatized and they don't trust people. And when I would practice Reiki, they would immediately trust me immediately. And they would just come forward and just lay down and just be like, I'm so glad you're here. And it was amazing to see, like, they would all, you know, before Reiki, they would always be happy to see me because I always take them for a walk. But they never behaved in this kind of, like, just amazingly peaceful, sleepy, like, laying down, like, even when there's noise everywhere, just just taking a nap. And so it was really awesome to to feel that shift and to know that it was so reproducible. Like if I would just practice this every time I could, I could help a stressed dog relax. And it just, that was kind of where, where it all started. Well, I, you know, I noticed at my groom shop. So I came in, I purchased a already operating groom shop. And so I didn't know the dogs and constantly, I am immediately calm around animals or kids 
anyway. It's adults that stress and, and bring me anxiety. But I'm immediately calm with them and they're always attracted to me. And I know that that is one of the reasons for it but it would be so funny because of course the first couple weeks I'd be at the shop and I would go to take a dog out of a kennel to go bathe it or you know vice versa and I'd reach in and I'd hear all my groomers go (gasps) and I'd turn around and I'm holding the dog and they're like he's cage aggressive I cannot believe you're holding him he bites everybody or whatever so this happened over and over and over again to the point where they now ask me to go get you know, the scare. And of course, usually it's a little chihuahua about this big who's sitting in the corner going, you know, and they don't want to stick their hand in there. Um, But it's, I definitely know that I have a different energy. And the moment that you see, or you know, if you're thinking in your head, this dog is aggressive and it's going to bite, you're already have changed, changed everything. And I'm aware with that with children also, they feel it just as much. So I love talking to you about this because it was like, okay, how do I explain to my groomers why I'm able to do this? You know, how do I teach it? And then I would go, you know, I'd stop them. I'm like, what are you feeling right now? You know, you're getting a towel to block, to go in. So you're already being anxious, you know, before you even get in there. So it's very interesting. We have people all the time come in, you know, they haven't been able to cut their dog's nails for so long. And they're like, we don't think you're going to do it. And we go in there and we're doing tapping on their nose and rubbing them and come out and they're like, what'd you do? It's like, we didn't get anxious. We didn't get crazy. So I love that. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Lady marijuana llama tell you something now Bought a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. 
It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Tell me your work with horses. Like what, tell us like your biggest success story or maybe your biggest uh, hurdle or your biggest, um, the one that took the most, but that you were able to break through and people were amazed. Well, I think for me, um, I see really over the years, I think at the beginning when I started this, I really saw that I was bringing all this peace and it was really amazing. So there was one horse that was extremely anxious. And so I, I went and, and basically meditated with the horse and she fell asleep. And okay. other people at the barn came and there was a crowd forming because the horse was always like, <laughs> with every noise and completely asleep in the middle of the day. Nobody could believe it. So those kinds of responses made me so happy to be able to bring. And it was like, I knew how these animals felt because that's how I lived. My whole life was right. anxious. And so I knew this could help, but something I learned over many years of practice. And it's, it's one of the reasons that I've um, created this new way with animals that's different when you work with people it's I call it the let animals lead method is I've learned I love that, that animals are practice so, that with kids too they're so much more in tune and they're so much more sensitive so we have to see ourselves almost as holding space so that's what I see what you're talking about what you do at the groomers is about holding space and the power of presence. And you can't, and for me, that's your soul shining. That's your best self shining when you can bring that kind of presence to a stressful situation. That's like us at our optimum, us at our best. Because otherwise, if we're at our worst, we bring anger, frustration, um, fear, anxiety, right? So we bring energy to every situation, but like, how do we bring the good? Right? right. And so Reiki helps us to bring the good. But then when we, it's like a, like a practice. So you practice meditating, breathing, letting go of your worries. You know, that's what we learn in a Reiki class. And so it helps us in a really stressful situation. We can rely on those tools to remember our best self. So as I was doing this, I realized it's actually the horses and the dogs and the cats that are teaching me about healing, about being resilient, about letting go of the past, about, um, you know, um, patience and gratitude and compassion, like all of this, the animals were the ones showing me. So I realized the least I can do is hold a space of peace and compassion for them, but they're the ones teaching me. And I'll give you an example, a horse, specific horse. Um, he was going to have surgery. He was very stressed out. His, um, the person who loved him, who cares for him, his caretaker, she was like, 
oh my God, we have to go to the surgery. He had bladder stones. He was in a lot of pain. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. I'm so worried. Can you do Reiki? And I'm like, well, I need to calm down first, <laughs> but yes. And so I went and I breathed. Then I walked into his stall and he was in the outside part. And so I just did my meditation and held the space very calm. Then he walked in and he put his nose on my chest uh -huh. and we stood together. Then my mind started moving. Okay. My body looks the same. No human would know anything was happening, but I started going, Oh my God, he's going for surgery. I hope he's going to be okay in my mind. And he immediately went and turned around and left. Wow. And I'm like, Oh shoot. So I go back breathing, do my Reiki practice. Okay. As soon as I got calm again, came back in, put his nose to my chest. Three minutes later, I started worrying again. He left. That happened five or six times in the period of about a half an hour. And horses are so good at teaching you when your mind isn't right. Because as humans, we're really good at having like a mask and a facade and like, you know, inside we're crumbling, but outside we're like, sure, cool, uh -huh. no problem, right? Horses will be like, goodbye. And actually shelter dogs also will be like, I don't trust you because on right. the outside you look all calm, but I can tell on the inside you're not. And so Reiki is kind of about finding a congruent with our outer space, which is peaceful, and the inner space has to match that. And when we are inner and our outer world matches and is full of peace, then animals are gravitated. You know, they, they come towards you and they just are drawn to that congruence. Because most of the time, humans are very complicated creatures. And we might say one thing, but mean another thing. And we might feel several things at the same time. Oh, I love you, but I'm really angry at you. Or right. you know, animals don't have all of this like complexity. They just are in a much more pure way. So for me, my Reiki practice helps me to find that, that inner light, that essence, that authenticity, that purity of my best self and radiate that. And that's what helps bring animals into being. So I see what you're doing at the Grimmers as creating a space, a space that is safe, a space that is compassionate and the animals trust. And that's something that Reiki practice has specific things that we can do to practice that on a daily basis. So then when we find ourselves in a really stressful situation, maybe animal's very sick, an animal is passing away, there's a lot of stress, we can use those meditation tools and shift back into that calm space that we hope. So, and I can get to that calm space under pressure immediately on a regular, whatever boring day. No, I don't even think about it. I don't think about, Hey, you better stop. You better meditate. You're anxious. You're stressed out. But I just came from my shop where a dog had a, a grand mal seizure in my shop and I had a, every bunch of people there and everybody, everybody freaked out and I could see it starting. And, um, so I ran and I got our, our CBD to put it in to his mouth. And, you know, it's funny because my best friend and I always say we become superheroes, super calm. I know I have to be so calm right now because I've got a dog that I got to make sure he doesn't drop bite the glass dropper he's biting he's the salivation's coming out i gotta lift his lip get it on his gums i've got everybody watching me it's happening in the front door 
So the doors open. The guy's got another dog, a Rottweiler, that has left and is walking into out into the parking lot. So it there was so much going on. It was unbelievable. But I could do it because I knew I got to save this dog right now. And I did. And I mean, it's funny. I sent the video to Hernando because I yelled at someone to film it because they're all just standing over me going, oh, my God. And so I grabbed and someone got it when he's coming out of it. But you heard me, Hernando. I sound yes, like I a crazy <laughs> person. I'm like, did everyone see hip medicine working? <laughs> I mean, there, was, there were people, you know, crowding outside. But more than anything, um, the I think the two go so well together because I stopped the seizure. But the moment you stop a seizure um, with a dog who with CBD medicine, they immediately want to get up and start acting normal and the rest of the body hasn't done it yet. So I actually had to uh, calm her down. It's, I mean, I, it was so crazy that this was happening because I was thinking about you the whole time going, I can't believe I'm going to interview her and I'm going through this. And that just so happened I went to the shop today and, you know, how everything worked out. But you know, calming the dog and rubbing the dog. And then I knew exactly what triggered the the seizure. And, you know, I really had to wait for the man to calm down. It wasn't his dog. It was his son's dog. And, you know, I don't know what, what triggers it or what's happened. And I'm like, well, when he walked in, the moment he walked in, another dog was in the kennel and let out a bark that scared the hell out of me, scared him and triggered that seizure to happen right there in the door. Um, so it is, I, I want to try to share this with pet parents. Um, how does someone, you know, do they do, like, I don't think I necessarily know how to practice, how to, uh, practice it on my own self, but I certainly know how to practice it on animals. So I feel like that gives you a little bit of, you know, okay, you don't have to be a master to be able to do it to animals. Well, I think that are it's really who we are so i always tell people when you learn reiki you're coming home because we know how to live our life with compassion we know how to support others i mean i believe the reason we're here is to be of service and we all have you know something that drives us something that inspires us and how we want to give back i believe that's really our purpose and so when we when we practice Reiki, it's a way to remember that higher purpose and remember that inner compassion that you have, especially in difficult situations. For you, you can hold your cool around animals, but I know a lot of people can hold their cool, except when their animal is going through something because they're like, my baby, you know, they're doing fine with, you know, if it was a person, they'd be like, okay, let's, right. Animal. They're like, no. And so, so really it's, it's like tools, really specific meditation tools for your state of mind and to open your heart. It's about um, surrendering to that difficult moment and ex with acceptance and letting go of fear and being able to be present with suffering instead of trying to like, oh my God, I've got to do something. I've got to fix. It's like, okay, I'm here with you. It's okay that you're not feeling well. It's okay that you're scared. I hear you. I, you know, it's about that. Um, one of my students um, wrote to me about a class she just took. She said, this is about love and listening and letting animals lead. 
And I really loved the way that she described that. And I think if we could approach everything in our life with that, you know, love and listening and letting others being respectful and letting them show us their preference and their comfort, I think our life would, our world would be totally different. Our life would be much more peaceful. I agree. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Um, how would you give someone who's never done anything like this and maybe has an, a, an extremely anxious dog, mm-hmm. um, what are some tips that you can give them on how they can start practicing it? Or do you offer classes? Um, I do. You know, how, do they, how does someone, like I know I could go out and Google, you know, how to learn how to do Reiki, but how do we know to pick a good person and how do we, can we practice that? And I believe if we could practice it on our pets, we could practice it on our children too. Absolutely. Um, and also some of my students practice with um, like um, people like their elderly parents who might have Alzheimer's, who might be in um, a less aware conscious state where they can't interact with them the way that we do. And they find this holding of space is a really way, beautiful way to connect heart to heart with them 
which is really healing, really beautiful. Um, for me, um, the, the, first, the first thing is to breathe. And I, one of the, the foundational practices I teach is uh, the Hara breath. And it's you breathe in through your nose and you fill your body with beautiful healing light all the way to your lower belly. So sometimes you can put your hands on your lower belly just to remind yourself where that is. That's your center. When we're scared, we only breathe to like here, right? We breathe really shallow. Mm -hmm. You breathe in. And then as you breathe out, you imagine all of that light in your whole being is, is coming out of all your the pores of your skin, like this beautiful mist all into your aura and and out into the universe. So you're breathing. Are you doing it, Hernando? Connecting, <laughs> breathing out, expanding, and breathing in, connecting, and breathing out, expanding. It really is amazing how just breathing calms you down. Mm-hmm. It really and is. It reminds you that you know you are the light, and you can shine that light to help others who feel that they're in the darkness. Feel you know covered with stress or whatever else it's like you remind animals that they are also the light you help them to remember that you are the light as well so that's beautiful do you touch them like I remember the first time I ever heard about this I was a manager at um a pottery barn and one of my girls uh was cutting a bagel and cut her wrist and almost bled to death um got you know things worked out she got to the whatever but she had lost all feeling and she caused so much damage and she started learning about reiki and she actually would every she said every night she would practice and hold her bad wrist Mm -hmm. and do reiki on it Mm -hmm. and then you know six months later the doctors don't know how she healed so well what she did whatever and that's I remember the first time her telling me about it and she's probably still practicing it now because like you it changed her life and she couldn't believe it and to this day the doctors don't know what how it how it happened and all that so tell me about the touching and the feeling so you know obviously we the dogs don't know what we're saying but they certainly feel us i remember watching um, some of your videos i saw you putting up your hand to a dog but maybe was barking or seemed anxious so what it, what's happening when you're doing that type of um procedure so one of my most important ethical rules is that you never touch an animal unless they initiate the touch i agree for me the animals are so sensitive to the space you create. They don't need to touch. Humans not. If you came for a Reiki session and sat across from me and I'm like breathing, I'm like, okay, we're done. That'll be $75. We <laughs> <laughs> do anything, right? So the touch is really for us. And we want to honor animals and meet them in their space. And so the only time I touch an animal is when they approach me. And, and then I never focus on what's wrong. I would never put my hand on what's wrong because then just like the horse that ran away from me, I'm focusing on the negative. So instead my hand is a tool for compassion and my mind stays uh, aware and open to the wholeness of the animal in that difficult moment. So let's say someone has a, a, a super anxious dog. Um, this is another thing. I love to tell people to practice this when you know we sell a tincture that is full spectrum cbd and has lavender essential oil it's our most popular one when dogs are freaking out for fireworks they have to go to a trip to the vet to the groomer um so i often find myself saying you know you're going this is how you 
give it to them, but I want you to practice that when you take out that bottle, it's something yummy and good, not, oh, God, come here, got to da da because now you've taught them that that's a negative, bad thing. It's so like be what very, I do with Blanche. Yeah, with, I told them what you do with the treat. <laughs> what, tell them what you do with the treat. Yeah, I, uh, my dog has severe separation anxiety. Uh, she's got to be kicked out of my apartment in New York for her barking. So that's how I found the medicine. And uh, I give her the tincture every morning as just healing, wonderful goodness for her and to help her general anxiety. And then before dad leaves, she gets CBD treats. So she doesn't think the bottle means mm -hmm. dad's leaving. So it's all about, I mean, that's all I uh, energy and, and giving that in to make them feel as relaxed as possible. And do, using it with CBD has changed my I'm, life. And yeah. I, learned, I learned the same thing with my two dogs, my Doberman and my miniature Schnauzer got it. Odie got is my miniature schnauzer. He got it first because of the fear of the thunderstorms and for he takes it for his joints. Mm -hmm. So he fights me. So I knew Nina, when I'm teaching Nina during a thunderstorm to give her the thing, I did it in a very, I was very aware of how I felt. I brought calm. She now hears thunder and she comes and asks <laughs> for it. So that the energy, I mean, that you're talking about is so important in whatever you're doing, you know, that you still have to take part of that. All is well. Right. I'm here with you. I love you. And breathe. All is well. Just keep your mind in that space. Um, CBD really helped uh, my dog after he was neutered. And he was like so like traumatized from the surgery. He's very right. sensitive. He's a collie. He's super sensitive. Oh. And CBD really, oh my God, it helped, it helped both of us. Uh, <laughs> I think it too. helps you. Yeah, it's, it helps you get awesome to that good point. It's an awesome combination with Reiki because yes. we have that inner um that inner space and then the cbd also is enhancing is f helping us find that inner it's already there that piece right. is already there yeah and those are two tools that f help us find that piece and they work together like amazingly i couldn't agree more well where can we find you and uh give us all your info uh, you can find me um, at animalreikisource.com. Reiki is spelled R-E-I-K-I. And I also am the president of a nonprofit. We help shelter animals with Reiki. Yay. And you can find us at shelteranimalreikiassociation.org and see the work we're doing all over the world for shelters and sanctuary animals. And are you on social media? Yes, I am on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. So just look up Animal Reiki Source, you'll find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time today. We learned so much. It was yes. nice to know this goes so well with what we're doing to just practice the calm, breathe. Yeah. It's it, They go so well. Like like you said, they go so well together. And thank you so much for taking the time thank you. to be with us today. Keep in touch. Thanks. Great. Thank you so much. That does thank it for you. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino. And Hernanda Yumana. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. Yay. That Yay. was really cool. I know. I know. Thank you for joining us here on It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino. You can follow me on AngelaArdolino.com or CBDDogHealth.com. You can also download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, and on iHeartRadio. 
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.